0: and I'm Bailey. I'm Drew. And I'm Lacey. And And we're we're sarcastic, sarcastic, so let's get sinister. I mean and your we're intestines. Hold on, I want to get this part in. Oh, okay. So um this is part two of Oh next time. Recap. Um Elizabeth Short was 22 in when she was found in the middle of January 1947. Uh, bisected, cut in half by her at her waist. Um, she was mutilated, maybe raped. No sperm was found. And the media kind of just like fucked her investigation up. Yeah. And, and also was just mean. Yeah. Like they lied to her mom. They. I feel like it was a new level of. They I can't call, believe they did that to her mom. They oh. called her a slut, basically. And they made fun of her teeth. I feel like, and I'm, this doesn't, I don't really have like a reason for this. It should be harder to cut through a human body. Morally? Or like... <laughs> I mean, ultimately... Well, physically, like, I know it's not easy. Yeah. but that wouldn't have been a quick thing that they did. But it feels like we should have some type of armor. Like a turtle. Well, that's like a shell, but I'm it yeah, like... You want an internal... Internal turtle. turtle shell. What do you think the rib cage is? That's, that's literally not enough. right. There's a... Uh, Die because the organs just played out. She died of blood loss. Well, she had a rib cage down there. It would have been a little harder. Dead. This one what? was cut in half. Do you know what that is? I like that. What the layer? Oh. Diaphrag? No, yeah. not you know. the diaphragm. No, that's have you ever seen diaphragm? No, that's not. Yeah. Diaphragm? Yeah, because I thought the diaphragm was a word to refer um, to good. your chestal section. Chestal. Mm-hmm. I thought diaphragm meant this area. And then I went to that bodies exhibit with my mom and my mother-in-law. And I saw that the diaphragm was an actual thing in your body. And it sucked me up. Yeah, your diaphragm. It's like <laughs> it separates your thoracic cavity from your abdominal cavity. Yes. But have you seen those toys where there's like a, a handle and it's a big circle but kind of like a cone? And you grab like a thing that's suspended in the middle and you pull it back and you release it and it goes Whoa! slingshot. No, I don't know. All right, hold on. It's an air bazooka. Hold okay, on. That... I'm pulling up a picture. Hold on. I've never seen that. Oh, yeah, I have. Yeah, so I didn't know what you were. That's not my the picture. best way that I can describe what a diaphragm does. So the diaphragm would be the part that you pull back. Okay, so as it like. Pulls back, it sucks air, it helps suck in air. And then yeah. as it releases, you expel the air. It helps okay. with breathing. Yeah. That's why you sing from your daughter. breathing. Anyway, there's a part of your, there's like the protective layer of the abdomen. The omentum is the yeah. membrane. Yeah. It's a protective layer. So you have that. That's yeah. a piss poor job. It's like a piss poor. A too, membrane is so thin. Thin. You are so mean. To our poor bodies. All right. I so more fun. That was a recap. And that's why I built my own protective layer. Of what? You know, you you can cut through fat pretty easily. Take a little bit longer. No. And did if, No, if anything, the fat just gets in the Shh. way. Exactly. When you're making an incision, like in surgery, yeah, the fat just comes yeah. out and pokes out. But it also when you're no, no no when you're cutting someone in half, fat is not going to stop you. Like she, she just wants to make her death as inconvenient as possible. It would be very point. hard for them to transport me afterwards. That's also why I'm not afraid of being kidnapped. Nobody's going to miss me into a you day. know, I'm not afraid of being kidnapped. My tattoos. Fun sex traffic. She'll be identified easily. Oh, oh. I just don't think that they could pick me up and put me in a van, yeah. so. If they want you I didn't plan it this you. way, but, you know, silver so lining. I'll just outrun them. So, um, this episode we'll be talking about suspects. There are quite a few. Ooh. I don't... Before I go into specific suspects, oh. I want to share the criminal profile from the FBI. Okay. She had been killed and cleaned up at one location before being placed at a second location. This suggests that the killer is older than her. It also suggests that the killer at least had been at an acquaintance level with her since she was able to be lured to a place Mm. where he felt more in control and would have plenty of time to kill, mutilate, and dismember her. The killer is believed to be a sexual sadist with a hatred towards women, as well as disapproving of Elizabeth's partying and high-risk lifestyle. Based on the dump site, the killer wanted her to be found. In addition, based on the positioning of the body, he wanted to humiliate her, as well as show off what he'd done. So, there are... So, the thing about when you said how many are there, like, there are a bunch. I included some that I thought were just kind of silly. Yeah. But then there's one, There, I think there's a couple actually, maybe two, that I think are good candidates. Um, Can I um, ask a question that you might not know the answer to? Yeah. Was there any other, like, murder cases that were similar to her? So, here's the thing. Okay. I do kind of know a little bit. Because remember how... Um, I had told you that the LAPD was, like, looked into because there were so many unsolved murders yeah. the, around the same time, mm-hmm. mostly of women and children. Mm-hmm. They There was, like, a little map. And from what I could tell, um, none of the murders were to, like, the extent of the Black Dahlia, mm-hmm. where she was mutilated, dismembered, that type of thing. But, um... Because I feel like if you're, and, like, profiles can be wrong, but if you're profiling, like, a sexual sadist and, like, a woman hater, like, one murderer, murder doesn't sound so here's, like that to me. Yeah, especially one. Here's the map that I am looking at. So, this is where Elizabeth Short's body was found, and as you can see, there were several other bodies found, um... Kind of in the area, but throughout the years, because like this one's from forty four, this one's forty nine, this one's forty three, forty nine, forty seven, um, and then they labeled which ones, the ones that names are in red indicate when a when the killer left a taunting note for police and press, um, that they're called the L.A. lone women woman murders, I might. I was thinking about going into that a little yeah. later and talking about all the other ones. But, um, I don't think that any of them were to the extent that, um... Elizabeth was. Yeah, because she got, she got, like, a lot of, I like, a lot of attention, I think, because of how she was displayed mm-hmm. and dismembered and all of that and i mean when was, sorry when was she murdered again 47 january and january. there was multiple murders before that dude like i just closed i'm that sorry page. you said 44 because where my head was going four and 43 okay so where my head is going is like maybe it's a serial and he was, yeah i'm like, and, he and decided like, to like, yeah, he was so like, big. Well, then you know what? I'm gonna really destroy this one. Yeah, I mean, I could see that. So there's, there's 43, there's 44, and then there's short in 47, there's French in 47, 47, there's Dominguez in 47, then there's Kern in 48, Springer in 49. Boomhauer in 49, and Spangler in 49. And you know what? Yeah, I've just decided now, I think that I'm gonna look into this more and do an episode about it. Okay. Of all of these women. That might actually be a two-parter. But, so I see what you're saying. Yeah. But there's only two that were prior. Two, maybe three, because I don't know. I mean, Elizabeth was found in January, so unless that other girl was before her in January. There were two that predate Elizabeth, but the others are all after her. And so if you if your theory is that he was not feeling getting, neglected, yeah, not getting attention, why would he revert to more subtle murders, murdering techniques?
1: I'm I mean, saying. we
0: can discuss this further yeah, when I, that's true, that's we true. learn more facts about all the others. Let's Tell it. us about the suspects. Pin is not that one, too. Put that one right up there. Right next so, to the like, people. I feel like first one we should talk about is Robert Red Manley, who was Short's married boyfriend. As we know, he dropped Elizabeth off at the Biltmore Hotel after a short trip together. She exited his car at 6.30 p.m., and he went home to his family. Wasn't Holy just married. Kid. Had a whole yeah, ass family, family too. He considered a suspect, My but... Dad's in the story. Yeah. But past the polygraphs, he, he struggled for the remainder of his life with his mm-hmm. mental health. His wife, Harriet, had him committed in 1954 mm-hmm. because he was hearing voices. That year, doctors gave him sodium pentothal, which allegedly is like truth serum. His story didn't change when questioned about Elizabeth. Mm-hmm. Robert died on January 9th, 1986, exactly 39 years after he left Elizabeth at the hotel. Mm-hmm. A little special. Maybe it was Elizabeth who was talking to him. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think he was just haunted because he, like, left her mm-hmm. and then somebody murdered died. her. Yeah. yeah, so what yeah. do you guys think? Do you think he did it? Any more? Any more suspects. Okay. Really? feel like no, good about him. Oh, I mean, you, oh. you say no. Yeah. Yeah. I mean I don't feel like there was like any evidence or thing anything that he did it so. Next, Norman Chandler. He did it. Donald H. Wolf wrote in his two thousand six book that Short was murdered by Bugsy Siegel, a gangster at the request of Norman Chandler, a newspaper See? publisher I'm going to name a child, Bugsy. Wolf said that Chandler had a brief sexual relationship with Elizabeth, impregnating her. Wolf knew a man named Uncle Vern, who worked for Bugsy Siegel. Vern seemed to suggest over the years that Siegel had something to do with Elizabeth's murder. Bugsy had risen to to power in New York City before moving to L.A. in the 30s. He basically helped to jumpstart the growth of Las Vegas before being mysteriously murdered himself on June 20th, 1947. Mm-hmm. Wolfe suggested that because Sewell and Chandler were so powerful, the LAPD helped cover up the murder. Which I feel like is a fun way to excuse incompetence. Mm-hmm. Like, they couldn't figure out, so they were probably covering it up. Yeah. I feel like giving them credit. Mm-hmm. He was a gangster. So, Norman Chandler was a newspaper publisher, and yeah. he hired a gangster to kill her because he had impregnated her.
1: I, I feel like they
0: would find evidence of that. I was, say, was she pregnant? I feel like they would find evidence yeah. of that. But she was cut from her belly button to her groin. Mm-hmm. I don't think any organs were removed. And they would have said if like her or her uterus was taken out. Right. And I doubt I mean I don't know bugsy and I don't know many gangsters. I don't know if they would be doing like
1: C sections.
0: I mean, it, no it also just seems like a lot of work. More work than like a gangster would do. Yeah. Like I would understand if like they like took identify identification things like her fingerprints or like her head cutting her like in half at her like waist yeah. is just that doesn't It, it seem like it did seem, something a hit. It's very tension gravity. Yeah. I was gonna say it doesn't seem like an assassination. Yeah. No. It sounds like a serial Yeah. Monster. It doesn't oh, no. it, like m- mob things like to get rid of the body unless you're yeah, out, you out you of a message or whatever. You know, so and, like trace back to you. Yeah. Why don't they make sure it was found and talked about. That doesn't seem right. Um for the record, we don't say that the mom does things like that. They're they're wonderful, Does people. Yeah, of course. I have no criticism of the mom. They helped jumpstart Las Vegas. Yeah, they or also, also helped in World War II. Too. Um. Next, we ready to move on? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Leslie Dillon, Jeff Connors, and Mark Hansen. Three. Yes, oh, it was. I remember Mark Hansen. Try Vosnesensky oh, part one. The author of Black Dahlia, Red Rose. Hugh. Eat well. Pew pew. P I U. Pew. How do you say it? I don't know, it sounds fun. P I U. Pew. Pew. Yeah. Eat well. Yeah. Eat very well. <laughs> pew. 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 Eat well. Eat well. Pew. We're having fun. Yeah. I'm having fun. Me too. I'm just very sleepy. <laughs> I'm having sleepy fun. Okay. No, I pew, eat you eat well. Suggested in 2017 that Mark Hansen had Connors and Dylan kill Elizabeth. Her theory sparked from first all we know of Mark so far. So like the address book, the acquaintance of Elizabeth, the possibility of the rebuff advances. So that's where she initially got this idea. Eatwell added that in 1949, the LAPD received a call from a man calling himself Jack Sand. He said that a man named Jeff Connors had killed Short because she'd threatened to reveal an affair not considered proper by the average person. Jack Sand, who turned out to be Leslie Dillon, knew details about the case that the police had kept secret. He had worked for Mark Hansen in the past. Eatwell posits that they all killed Elizabeth at the Astor Motel where Dillon was staying. The motel owners later admitted to finding a room, quote, covered in blood and fecal matter around the time of Elizabeth's murder. No, but yeah, why? Well, I guess could the intestines, like, cut through yeah. yeah. Witnesses allegedly saw a dark-haired woman there, as well as a man who looked like Hansen. In 1971, Hansen said, quote, She just asked for trouble. She probably went too far this time and just set some guy off into a blind, berserk rage. Um, mm. so that's all I have for those three. Oh. Do you, Oh, okay. Um, do, you, do her... Victimly, like, she... Oh, she asked for it. Imagine okay. finding a room in your motel covered in blood of people well, awesome. out and people might be like, let her clean this up. How do you take that? Did they just fucking clean it up? Like, just another Tuesday. It's not Okay, so you think it was him? I it it sounds the most so far real so far. So far, I do like him better than anybody else. The yeah. hotel room is very compelling, but I wonder if like anyone else could have been there. Yeah, there were a lot of murders going on in LAPD. L- L- and they weren't solving them. Plus, I mean, I don't know. Like, but I like, the way people matter as for the hotel room, and it was covered in blood and fecal matter, you wouldn't be like, fucking get the mop, Betty. You'd say, go goddamn call the police. I think you would anyway, but especially if a couple days later you hear about this High yeah. profile crazy case where a woman was cut in half and they were like, oh, she must have been killed somewhere else. So, would you be like, oh, interesting, but like cleaning it up to to play the hotels that maybe they didn't want the publicity of, like, oh, no one's gonna want to stay here because we got those rooms covered in blood and like with they have a different mentality than the press who would have milked the Okay, the press would have like swarmed the place and good publicity, huh? Anyway, <laughs> next, sure, Joseph. DeMoy. That's not how you say his name. Okay. Dumay. De- De- my. Okay. Joseph was a 29-year-old soldier who claimed to be drinking with Elizabeth in San Diego a few days prior to her death. And that he may have killed her in a drunken blackout. Could you carefully cut somebody in half in a drunken blackout? Still- Drunk from that? Although this was not possible since he was on his military base in New Jersey at the time of the murder. (laughs) Oh (laughs) (laughs) he flew in just for that. He didn't let it go though. So he was like, I may have done it. And they were like, you were in New Jersey, bro. <laughs> he said he might have yeah. So he was like afraid that he had blacked out and, and, and like, killed her. <laughs> yeah. And they were like, you are a crossing And he was like, are you sure? He continued He's to confess the- to the murder despite it being impossible. He was arrested for car theft in 1948 and confessed again. Then claiming that she had been his wife. So he was confused in a couple of delays. Was he on something and was like that confused or drunk all the time? I mean, he was a soldier in the 40s. When did they do the LSD thing? The I well, thought you 40, were going to say, 60s. when did they do World War II? Oh, so. He could, yeah, I mean, although, if he was in, um, if he served in the war, he could have had PTSD and that fucked him up. Mm. He
1: continued.
0: Well, I said he was stationed in Jersey. Yeah. Like, the land is over a couple of years at this point. You can point. get PTSD from being in Jersey alone. He, can, he continued to claim to be the killer throughout the 1950s whenever he was arrested for minor crime. They'd fight him for burglary and he'd be like, also, by way, I killed the back. They'd be like, Do you know the <laughs> I don't remember, but I'm pretty sure that was me. You were in New Jersey and, and well, so sorry. what do you guys think do you think it was him absolutely no and i really hope he got help no mm-hmm. there was so a- um where's another one george knowlton so janice knowlton thinks her father could be the murderer, murderer. Okay. in 1995 she detailed her theory in a book titled daddy was the black dahlia killer which is very oh, lazy That doesn't mean anything. Yeah. She stated that she began to remember things in the 80s she believed to be suppressed. She remembered him molesting her and also him murdering a young woman she knew as Aunt Betty. She said that that she saw her father beat short to death with a claw hammer at their home in Westminster, California when she was 10 years old. Additionally, she wrote that her father forced her to help dispose of the bottle body. However, Janice's own stepsister called the book trash, discounting the claims. she believed it, but it wasn't reality. Jelaine Emerson told the LA Times. Sorry. I know because I lived with her father for 16 years. He could be meaner and ornier than heck, but he wasn't a killer. LAPD agrees with Jolaine. The th- The things that Janice is claiming are not consistent with the facts. Janice and her co-author, Michael Newton, were are not deterred. They said that the police had a suspect named George who drove a tan car, just like Knowlton, and who dated one of Short's roommates. The details of the boyfriend named George had similar interests and background as Janice's father. Janice later died of an overdose in 2004 questions well i was just gonna say but then you said that the police said her story wasn't consistent yeah she didn't have like bludgeoning wounds but She has that one subarachnoid her. bleed yeah and she said she saw him beat her to death which in my mind is you're hitting a lot over, yeah. over again not cutting so that hand. yeah that immediately didn't feel like so. she had like that was a trial response because if she was molested... Yeah, if that part was true. She heard about been... the murder and was like, mm-hmm. oh, crap, I have have seen that. And have you seen something else? I'm just seen saying that. A different Aunt Betty. Yeah. And, and then her brain there. kind of connected the events. Yeah. I know, but I'm always so quiet on the podcast. Yeah, she's Probably also standing further away. Yeah, I, did, I stood up to stretch my legs a little bit, so... Alright, here's another one. I don't know. Just... Have you guys ever heard of Orson Welles? hmm Sounds familiar. In 1999, Mary Pesceos theorized in her book that Orson Welles was the killer. Interesting. Mary grew up with Elizabeth in Medford, Massachusetts. She began to research the case because she was tired of hearing rumors that Short had been a sex worker and a nobody. She said that Orson Welles' name kept appearing in her research. Pesceos believed that Welles may have had a condition called diphasic personality, a disorder often attributed to serial colors. Someone with this condition can become violently aggressive when frustrated. She also points to a magic act that Wells performed in the 40s. He would pretend to cut a woman in half. He also designed mannequins with a mutilated face for The Lady from Shanghai, a movie, in 1947. Though the mannequins were not used in film... They were designed three months before the murder. Mm. Thoughts? You think it was Orson Welles? I had, uh, I thought that immediately felt mean about him practicing his cutting ladies in half act and mess it up pretty big. <laughs> I don't think that's what happened. Um, so the next, I think it's I think it's two. My next two are the ones that I feel are the most, most you know, like, compelling. Yeah, most compelling. I want to reiterate before I go into this that one of the reasons they suspect that the murderer was a doctor was because he would have been desensitized to the sight of blood. Considering that the body was drained of blood, it's a reasonable s- s- assumption Yeah, um, that blood doesn't freak him out. Also, the precision needed to dissect the body like that. Can I also... Yeah. um, A doctor would also be used to the um smell of the intestines like being opened up. Yeah. It's a very specific like Maybe smell. you can open them up in a motel room. It wouldn't be as shocking as it would be for the average yeah. person. So, <laughs> this next one is Dr. Walter Alonzo Bailey. Alonzo? How does he spell Bailey? Bailey? B-A- <laughs> B a y l e y. that's a picture of him he looks like a German Nazi he looked like he did experiments on people in concentration camps can you stop copying me? I wanted to add to your supposition <laughs> so proposed by the LA Times columnist Larry Carnage in 1996 Bailey's daughter knew Elizabeth's sister Bailey was a doctor whose office was located near the Bilt- Biltmore Hotel her body was dumped a block away from Bailey's ex-wife's house. Harness suggested that Dr. Bailey, because he was desensitized blood, was comfortable with a knife, and although he had a medical degree, he did work with his hands rather than his brains. He had a strong but troubled link to the immediate vicinity of the crime scene. Hurnish believed that the doctor was suffering from undiagnosed Alzheimer's Mm. and had crossed paths with Elizabeth somewhere near the hotel. After spending a couple days together, something triggered Bailey's rage. It's possible she rejected his advances, which we know she's one to do. Other interesting details are that Bailey's son died at a young age and Short's body was found two days after the anniversary of the death. Mm. So more information about Dr. Walter, in the mid-1940s, he was a prominent member of L.A.'s medical community. He was the chief of staff at L.A. County Hospital and was associate professor of surgery at the University of Southern California. He also had a private practice located five blocks from the Biltmore Hotel. He was married to Ruth, and they lived a block away from where Elizabeth's body was found. Cool. By 1946, so the year prior, he had lost his positions at the hospital and the university. This caused new financial stress. He also began a relationship with Dr. Alexandra von Hardika. She came to L.A. as a war refugee and had been working as a nurse while she worked towards a medical license. Walter made Alexandra a partner of his private practice after a romantic relationship began to form. Mm -hmm. In October of 1946, Walter filed for divorce, changed his will so Ruth wouldn't inherit anything from him, and left Ruth and his two daughters, Beatrice and Barbara, so another good dad. Mm -hmm. Walter also began exhibiting signs of early Alzheimer's disease. He died on January 4th, 1948, so like a year Mm -hmm. after... And the death certificate lists encephalo, encephalo mal, malasia, malasia, as a condition he suffered from, as well as pneumonia as the cause of death. So encephalo, for the record, is the prefix for brain. And malacia is the suffix for softening or loss of. So he had a condition of where his brain tissue soft brain. Soft. He was losing brain tissue. So, I'm sure you're wondering if Walter changed his will to exclude Ruth, who did he leave all his shit to? Oh, who was that? Fucking Alexandra, his Mm. mistress. So, here's just, I wanted to repaint this for you. Yeah. He's married to Ruth, he's got two beautiful daughters, Beatrice and Barbara, and then. This war refugee starts working at his hospital as a nurse, working towards her medical license. He starts an affair with her. He brings her into his private practice. He decides he's going to leave his wife and his children and then cut them out of the will because, "Mm, dick. Mm -hmm. And then he changes his will and leaves it all to his mistress. Fun, fun guy. Yeah. However. So essentially men are toxic is what we're learning. In the 40s. However, at the time of Walter's death, the divorce wasn't final, so Ruth filed a lawsuit against his estate. Oh, get it, Ruth. Yeah. So the theory that Walter was the killer is supported by the fact that he was an expert surgeon who fits many of the traits listed in the profile. With the combination of financial and emotional stress plus Walter's declining mental facilities, mental faculties. All fueled with alcohol and anger at his wife, who was living at his home, he exploded in a murderous rage. Harnish had spoken to people who recall Walter Bailey as a gentleman, a fine surgeon, and a good family man. However, the people who recall him from his final years frequently expressed surprise at the transformation he underwent as his mental impairment increased. So. Do you mean decreased? Oh, no. Mental impairment. impairment. I'm sorry. So, like, the theory was that, like, he left Elizabeth's body a block away from the house that Ruth was still living in Mm -hmm. as, like, a fuck you to his wife. Yeah. And then also the stress, like, he killed her because the stress from finances, the divorce, and then also uh, his son's. Death the anniversary, was approaching. I don't know. What do you think? Um, I think he looks good. Like if you're just looking at the profile, it sounds weird when it like when we talk about like the theory of him running into Elizabeth on the street and then them spending a few days together. Yeah, I think like, that it just I, sounds very. He- so, it's important to keep in mind that he knew Elizabeth. Yeah, I knew that. But. So, acquaintance, check. It wasn't just like a, hey, you want to come back to my house with yeah, I don't it's know. Still, it's... It, uh, He's not even my favorite for this. Uh, Are you ready for my favorite for this? Yes, okay. tell us. Dr. George Hill Hodel Jr. George's son, Steve Hodel a former LAPD detective, began to suspect that his father was the murderer. While Steve was going through some of his father's belongings, he found a tiny photo album that contained two photos of a dark haired woman who resembled Elizabeth short. Steve began to investigate at this time. His father was a doctor check. George's handwriting seemed to match letters sent to the police He also appeared to have purchased bags of concrete shortly before Elizabeth's death, which, remember that cement sack containing watery blood found near her body? Mm -hmm. Same brand. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Steve Hodel alleged, alleged that his father was responsible for four crimes committed in the 1920s, and 19 crimes committed in the 1930s. Wow. 13 of these crimes were believed to be serial connected. Two separate victims from the 1930s cases attended school with George Hodel, one in high school and one in college. So he basically is like, I think my dad might be a serial killer. Mm-hmm. Steve Hodel published a book about his findings in 2003 and an LA Times columnist, Steve Lopez, was intrigued and managed to find even more clues. He requested and was given information on the murder. He found that George Hodel's name was on a list of suspects. The police had even bugged his home between February 15th and March 27th of 1950. Police were interested. On February 19th, 1950, the recording picked up a woman's scream. Later, George can be heard talking on the phone, telling them, quote, "Realize there was nothing I could do. Put a pillow over her head and cover her with a blanket. Get a taxi." Expired twelve fifty nine. the The doctor added, quote, "Supposing I did kill the Black Dahlia, they can't prove it now. They can't talk to my secretary anymore because she's dead." They thought there was something fishy. Anyway, oh. now they have now they may have figured it out. Killed her. Maybe I did kill my secretary. Mm. Didn't the girl who died of an overdose, didn't she mention that there was um, the police had someone named George? Yes. She's oh. so happy you made a connection. That's yes. Um... I'm not ready yet. I'm um, sorry. But hold on to that. Put that on the board. <laughs> there you go. So, at least eight people came forward claiming firsthand knowledge of a relationship between Short and Hodel in 1946. Prior to the Dahlia case, Hodel was also a suspect in the death of his secretary, Ruth Spaulding, as well as being accused of raping and impregnating his 14 year old daughter, Tamar, in late 1990 in late 1949. Hmm. You're... You're faced to that. You're really not... Oh. Oh, I, I know. know you're remember. really not going to like my next case. They aborted uh, the baby. He was acquitted, even though two witnesses testified to the abuse at the trial. A third had recanted her testimony and refused to come forward. Some theorized that Hodel threatened her. He was also interviewed as a suspect in the nearby murder of Louise Springer, the Green murder that occurred in June 1949. I recognize that last name from my little map. Yeah. That's a uh in the first episode we were talking about how the uh Elizabeth murder was called the Black Dahlia. Yeah. And this woman was the, the, the Green twig. twig. Do you think that was because she was had a theme. Grass? She really she was near no. twig. She loved wearing green mm. and the movie at in the in 1949 was it had Twiggy. He left the country many times and spent 1950 to 1990 abroad. Although Steve Hodel believes that his father re-entered the U.S. multiple times each year from 1958 through 1988, specifically in 1966, 1969 to commit more murders. So his theory is like it's documented that. Um, George was abroad for those 40 years, but his theory is that his dad kept coming back to kill people and then bullied his way back out. Yeah. Where is he going? Hold on a second. Okay. Hurry up. Interestingly, in June of 2018, Sandy Nichols discovered a letter written by her grandfather, W. Glenn Martin, dated October 26, 1949. The three-page letter identified Martin as a paid LAPD police informant working for Sergeant Macaulay of the LAPD Internal Affairs Division. His activities as an informant were to help identify correct police officers. It went on to name G.H. on 17 separate occasions, identifying him as a personal acquaintance of both Martin and Macaulay. He named G.H. as the killer of both Short and Louise Springer. The letter read that both he and G.H. knew Springer personally and believed G.H. had killed her. The LAPD at the time had publicly identified them as being probably connected. So Louise Springer and um, Elizabeth Short. Mm -hmm. Elizabeth Springer had been garroted. On June thirteenth, nineteen forty-nine, mm. just two blocks from where Schwartz's body was located, the letter claimed that Gh was known and protected by law enforcement officers. Mm. So, more about George. Okay. George Hodel was born October tenth, nineteen o seven. He was raised in L.A. by his Jewish Russian parents, George and Esther de Hodel. He was their only son and was well educated and intelligent with an IQ of 186 and a musical prodigy. He graduated high school at age 15. He attended California Institute of Technology in Pasadena but was forced to leave after a year due to a sex scandal involving a professor's wife. Did he go into college right after he graduated high school at 15? Mm-hmm. He had impregnated her and wanted to raise their child together, but she refused. He was sixteen years old okay. Okay. But 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 hold on. We have heard a lot about bad dads. Fair. He was trying to be a good dad. Fair. Up until the point when he abused his daughter, but that's fine. Wait a second? Yeah. Yeah. But like in the it's like I mean in the beginning he tried. So can I just throw something in? Unless it's going to come up later, then you can cut me off. But when they were talking about, like, police covering up his involvement or whatever, wasn't his son the cop who started investigating him? Yeah. Who got suspicious and started? I feel like if they were covering up, why would he even... Maybe know. it was... But he if asked, he started but, and they started, Well, you just wait a second because you're going to see. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, by around 1928... He was 21 years old, and he was in a common-law marriage with a woman named Amelia. They had a son together named Duncan. In the 1930s, he legally married Dorothy Anthony, a mm-hmm. model from San Francisco. They had a daughter together named Mar. All right. He graduated from Berkeley Pre-Med in June 1932. He immediately enrolled in med school at the University of California, San Francisco, graduating with his medical degree in June of 1936. His medical practice was a success, and he became the head of the county's social hygiene bureau. Hodel moved into affluent L.A. society by the 40s. He was enamored by the art scene and started befriending photographers and filmmakers. He became fond of partying, drinking, and womanizing. In 1940, while still married to Dorothy Anthony, Hodel married Dorothy Harvey, his friend's ex-wife. Make sure they cancel out. Yeah, because the Dorothy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He purchased the Swoden House in 1945, which, so the house was later named a historic landmark because it was built in 1926 by Lloyd Wright, the son of Frank Lloyd Wright. Oh wait! Why do I know that name? The Wright brothers. Okay. I I <laughs> Thank think <you>. yes. Okay. <laughs> he lived there with his wife, Dorothy Harvey. Th- their three children. His other wife, Dorothy Anthony. Their daughter Tamar, and occasionally his common law wife Amelia. Mormon before it anyway. was viral. He also was prone to taking temporary lovers and was reportedly into sadomasochism. What did this guy look like? He was that weasel-y looking fella. Can you show me anything? Did you say he was born in 1910? 1907, I believe. He, he got, got all those girls? Yeah. He had money. I mean, the mustache. I think people like mustaches, by oh, okay. Actually, my husband has a mustache. He's got a whole ass beard. Yeah. It's the beard for me. In March 1950, he went to the U.S. territory of Hawaii. He had obtained a degree in psychiatry and counseled prisoners in a prison in Hawaii for three years. He then moved to the Philippines where he married Hortensia Laguda. Also glossed over the fact that he casually got a degree in psychiatry while he was doing all this other stuff. So and then married at fourth, place. yeah. Oh, this was his fourth birthday. yeah. Okay. I was just well, wondering. this was common law, so I mean, if you want, he's just turn... along for the ride together, they had four children oh before divorcing in the 1960s. In 1990, Hilda returned to the U.S., married a woman named June, and then died at age 91 on know. May 17th, 1999. Mm hmm, man, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, if you wanted me to, let's revisit that um profile, yeah, do that um so the killer was older than her mm-hmm. the killer was at least an acquaintance of Elizabeth since she was able to be lord you know um the killer is believed to be a se- sexual sadist with a hatred towards women, as well as disapproving of Elizabeth's partying and high-risk lifestyle. The killer wanted her to be found, and based on the position of the body, he wanted to humiliate her, as well as show off what he'd done. So, like, our two doctors at the end. I feel like Dr. Bailey was angry towards women, because I... He was angry at his wife and his mistress. Why is he mad at his mistress? Why it... I think... they think I always at his mistress. He literally left his wife for her. Yeah. So took all of the money... I don't remember exactly, but I feel like she was, like, using him. I'm like, kill her. But then I also mm-hmm. feel like George... Dr. George falls into the sexual sadist category. Yeah. I don't know if he hates women because he keeps marrying them. He doesn't respect them. I mean, yeah. So, but I don't know. Maybe they threw in the hatred of women because of how mutilated she was, but, like... But I think you can be married to a lot of women and still hate women. I think you could still have an issue with them, but just feel like it's your right to have as many wives as you want to. And, like, control them. Yeah. Unlike you maybe it them, be too. Mm-hmm. Maybe we know that's why he right? went into ranch yeah. because he wanted to control Elizabeth and she has a habit of being shutting yeah. that yeah. shit down yeah. and he was like the fuck? Nobody says no to me. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. Well, nobody did. He married every woman he encountered. <laughs> Not everybody. Well I wanna pretty close. Anything else? I mean, I still like the, the theory of the three people. Yeah. The one still was like, just because the one guy was so, like, nonchalant yeah. about it. Yeah. I, I mean, I think I think that theory was like she knew that somebody was gay and she was going to out them, and mm-hmm. so they killed her. I don't know. It's still a lot of, it's, I mean, it's a lot of overkill. It feels very personal. I feel like yeah. it was a serial killer. Yeah, and this wasn't like a. Yeah, and like also the talking to the media too. That's very like. Well, do we think that that was really him? He gave like a rehearsal. Yeah, the Manila. That, true. That. that that definitely feels the like. The common thing about the gasoline, I assume that like like, but that was it. just with the Manila folder that there were the clothing that was on the beach. In well, not California, clothing, not Italy. Wasn't it the boot that was covered in gasoline that was actually like more wiped no, down? Found all the trash can or no, it was her shoes and purse. Yes, yeah. yes. I thought you said that it was like more properly like. Yeah, they didn't wiped get any down. from it. That just sounds like also something possible. that only the killer would know, and that like the reporters wouldn't have been able to like. Got get that piece out. Well, hopefully the LAPD will mm-hmm. give that away. There's also, I looked at the clothes on the beach as a f- fake suicide attempt, and I think, just because of oh, her yeah. dad. dad. But, I mean, that could been legit. We don't know. And then we're out here still chasing, trying to figure out who it was, and it was some unknown assailant who went and killed himself anyway. assailant? Yeah, thank you. I felt good about that. I feel like he wouldn't have killed himself. Like, he's asking, like, in the letters, he's Asking for the police to come find him. Yeah. They're not- Maybe he was a serial killer. And then when he decided to take the next step and mutilate a body, he was like, whoa, that was too much, too much. I need to not do that again. Yeah, because aren't aren't there some serial killers who, like, do want to be caught? They're like, I can't stop. You need to catch me. Well, the ones, well, yeah, the ones who are like, I'm not going to stop unless you catch me, so you need to catch me. And Maybe he was like that. He was like, I can't stop doing this, and they're not catching me, and I can't turn myself in. This is the only way. I'm just saying, it it could be somebody we have no idea of because he did kill himself. Yeah, I mean, I I think that... The two doctors are possible suspects. I don't feel good about really either of them, mm-hmm. but um, like, I George definitely think it was a doctor. I think George is, I mean, because he came back to kill people. Was that proven? No. Okay, I think it's sketchy, and he gives me bad vibes. But Bailey just seems very, like, because George had an acquaintance with what's her name? Elizabeth? Elizabeth. That he knew her, was dating her, right? There was... Okay, yeah, so there were reports that they had a relationship the, the year prior to Elizabeth's death. Bailey, his daughter was friend... His daughter was friends with Elizabeth's sister. That just seems very far apart for me. So it'd be like... I'm um, like... I'm trying to decide who I want to name drop. It'd be like Becca's dad knowing me. Go Becca. Yeah. And then killing you. Yes. Well, no. I don't know Becca's dad. So that would be very rude. awkward. Yeah. Sure. Rude, did you say? mm mm-hmm. Yeah. A little rude. That would change my relationship. Yeah. With, With him, for sure. With him. It'd be awkward yeah. seeing him. Hopefully happen. you wouldn't have to see him too much because he'd be a crystal mirror. well, who knows, maybe he, he got, didn't kick caught. Anyway. Like this guy. So that's interesting. I learned quite a bit about the black diet. Well, you're welcome. So Well, that was sinister. And we were sarcastic. And we hope you keep listening. Follow our Instagram at sinister underscore and underscore sarcastic for show updates, and we also post each episode with some photos. We're always looking for new, interesting show ideas, so if you have any folklore, true crime, or mysterious cases for us to cover, please feel free to DM us on Instagram. We'd love to hear from you. If you're enjoying the show and want to purchase some merch to show your support, you can find a link on our Instagram.